Shalom, shalom. Welcome to another episode of God's Little Hummingbird, the podcast where we are reading through the Bible from the beginning to the end using the original language as a guide. Today we are in 1 Samuel 19, reading from the New King James Version Bible. Now Saul spoke to Jonathan his son and to all his servants that they should kill David. But Jonathan, Saul's son, delighted greatly in David. Do you notice, like, okay, so David's done nothing wrong, remember, from the previous chapters. David has been faithful. David has behaved wisely. But Saul is jealous because David's doing well and the right things in God's eyes, and Saul is disobeying. You are going to notice as a believer, this is a prevalent theme. When you are doing right, the others who are not doing right become jealous. Rather than repenting, rather than letting the Holy Spirit change them, those who are wicked like Saul end up just wanting to kill you. (laughs) Not physically always, but spiritually. So Jonathan told David, saying, My father Saul seeks to kill you. Therefore, please be on your guard until morning and stay in a secret place and hide. Now, of course, the word place is added in. That's one of those things I'm trying to teach you as you decipher. You would kind of read that in the Hebrew in a little different way. And I will go out and stand beside my father in the field. I'm sorry, let me back up. So the word place is italicized there. That's how you know when you're reading that the word is there for clarification purposes, in case this is your first episode to which you're listening. Okay, and I will go out and stand beside my father in the field where you are, and I will speak with my father about you. Then what I observe, I will tell you. Thus Jonathan spoke well of David to Saul, his father, and said to him, Let not the king sin against his servant against David, because he has not sinned against you, and because his works have been very good towards you. For he took his life in his hands and killed the Philistine, and Yahweh brought about a great deliverance for all Israel. You saw it and rejoiced. Why then will you sin against innocent blood to kill David without a cause? So Saul heeded the voice of Jonathan, and Saul swore, as Yahweh lives, he shall not be killed. So, I mean, at some point here, Saul has some rationale, and he's like, right, David's not being wicked. Then Jonathan called David, and Jonathan told him all these things. So Jonathan brought David to Saul, and he was in his presence as in times past. And there was war again, and David went out and fought with the Philistines and struck them with a mighty blow, and they fled fled from him. Now the distressing spirit from Yahweh. Again here, I want to point out this distressing spirit was from Yahweh. Like people don't understand Yahweh's character sometimes and they think he's just love and good. No, if you fight him, if you come against him, he also has the the power to punish you, to stress you, to he controls everything. Satan had to ask him to test Job and Yahweh allowed it. Okay, now the distressing spirit from Yahweh came upon Saul as he sat in his house with his spear in his hand, and David was playing music with his hand. Then Saul sought to pin David to the wall with his spear, but he slipped away from Saul's presence, and he drove the spear into the wall. So David fled and escaped that night. Saul also sent messengers to David's house to watch him and to kill him in the morning. (laughs) So he goes from, right, I'm going to kill him, and he's like, right, he didn't do anything wrong. Now he's going to kill him again, just because he was jealous of him, because David had a mighty victory. And the distressing spirit was making him jealous. And Michael, or Michal, David's wife, told him, saying, If you do not save your life tonight, tomorrow you will be killed. So Michael let David down through a window, and he went and fled and escaped. And Michael took an image and laid it in the bed, put a cover of goat's hair for his head, and covered it with clothes. So here's Michael, Michal, Saul's, Saul's daughter, helping David escape from her father. So when Saul sent messengers to take David, she said, He is sick. Then Saul sent the messengers back to see David, saying, Bring him up to me in the bed that I may kill him. And when the messengers had come in, there was the image in the bed with a cover of goat's hair for his head. So, you know, she had tricked him, made it look like hair. 
Then Saul said to Michael, why have you deceived me like this and sent my enemy away so that he had escaped? So here's Saul playing narcissistic mind games. Remember we called nar Saul as the epitome of narcissism. He tells Michael, you didn't help me. Like David's done nothing wrong here, but he is trying to convince Michael that she should be loyal to him and that David's a bad guy. And why have you let, you've done bad to me. So Michael answered Saul, he said to me, let me go. Why should I kill you? So of course she lied. So David fled and escaped and went to Samuel at Ramon, told him all that Saul had done to him. And he and Samuel went and stayed in Nioth. Now it was told Saul saying, take note, David is Nioth in Ramah, is at Nioth in Ramah. Then Saul sent messengers to take David. And when they saw the group of prophets prophesying and Samuel standing as leader over them, the spirit of God came upon the messengers of Saul and they all prophesied. So I don't know if this is what some people equate with them being slayed in the spirit or something sometimes, because they were definitely stopped. <laughs> they were stopped in the track. Um, I mean, because I've had prophecies where I felt Father God, like the Holy Spirit, fall on me, pick me up, rise up in me, and just speak through me. And my body trembled at the end. And um, most of the experience, I don't, I don't even know what I was saying. It was just Yahweh speaking through me. It was all scripture. And it was, well, one of them was all reading scripture. And another one was, um, another time was just prophetic words. And they were all aligned in with Torah. But I don't know. I've also seen people who I knew were not filled with Yahweh's spirit <laughs> that were not doing the right things. Um, so I don't know what happened here. I don't know how to explain to you what this looked like, but something stopped them from the spirit. And when Saul was told, he sent other messengers and they prophesied likewise. Then Saul sent messengers again the third time and they prophesied also. Then he also went to Ramah and came to the great well that is in Sehu. So he asked and said, where are Samuel and David? And someone said, indeed, they're in Naoth and Ramah. So he went there to Nioth and Ramah. Then the spirit of Elohim was upon him also, and he went on and prophesied until he came to Nioth and Ramah. And he also stripped off his clothes. Okay, so, right? So this is not, Yahweh doesn't make you strip off your clothes. <laughs> so then he also stripped off his clothes and prophesied before Samuel in like manner and lay down naked all that day and all that night. So he was like exposed. You see the symbolism here? Some spirit came upon him and he was completely exposed. Now, I'm not saying the spirit was not from Yahweh. It was. But was it functioning in the goodness of Yahweh or a judgment? I think a judgment, right? And here his nakedness, his wickedness, his evil is exposed. Therefore, they say, is Saul also among the prophets? So, <laughs> case in point, never be jealous or angry at somebody if they're doing well spiritually. Admire them. Look up to them. Learn from them. If you're not doing well, overcome your sin. Don't try to bring others down to your level just because um, they make you feel convicted when they're around you. Overcome and rise up. Um, contrarily, also, don't let others bring you down. You know, you have to know that because people, when they don't know Torah and they have no scriptures to defend lawlessness, will come at you and say you're arrogant. They use all sorts of things, but usually arrogant is what they start going for. And it's not. You're just, once you have truth and wisdom, it's just wisdom speaks, you know, and it, it, it is authoritative and it sounds like arrogance to those who don't understand, but you can't let them convince you of Satan's lies. You just need to know what Yahweh says. Remember Yeshua, he was never shaken. So don't be like Saul at all. Don't be jealous of the bad people. And then like David and, and Yeshua, just stand firm in knowing what Yahweh told you and who you are. Your brothers, like remember David's brothers tried to put him down. Um, here was a friend he served. Those you try to help will often be the ones who turn against you. So just what we need to do is stop. Be humble. Be confident in what Yahweh has shown us. I love you all. Have a blessed day.